As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we are using every waking hour of our time to play a video game about factories uh, and maybe uh, watching Frogger 2. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. Hey, Apathetic Enthusiasm, coming to you live from the West and East Coasts. Also, if you're on the London coast, really any coast, if you're watching us currently as we're recording this. Flyover states, uh, if you're in flyover states like I am. That's that's, right. That's right. Hopefully you're on an American Airlines flight to Cincinnati, Ohio, checking us out live on America Online in demand on American (laughs) Airlines uh, flight 6258. How great? How great would it be if this podcast, for some reason, was buried in the menus <laughs> of American Airlines in-flight entertainment? And it just, like, we tricked the algorithm. And what if that's where all of our listeners and, and viewers came from? <laughs> it's just people that are like, what are these guys so, talking about? Like, we are actually I could, I could either watch Ted currently. Lasso or <laughs> these two dudes can talk about video games for half an hour. Hmm. Hmm, this is, a, this is a tough one. Or I'll watch the da- the the Dan the Dave Byrne uh, documentary that's on HBO where he where he does Ken Burns. Are you trying to find Ken Burns? Is that the the name? You're no, trying to find? no, 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 no. Dude from Talking Talking Heads. Oh, okay, all right. And he does he does oh. does this <laughs> does does that thing with his hands. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't been on enough flights to understand oh, that reference. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. You should check it out. Well, this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. <laughs> I could tell you were going to make that transition. So I beat you to it. If you are listening to this podcast, thank you so much. You can find this on a couple different places over Twitter at Apathusiast. If you want to catch the show, Twitter, he is at JuggleMino. M-E-N-O. I am at Barnyard Cruise. Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. Email Apathetic Enthusiasm Show at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us an email. We'd love to have you. Instagram, Apathetic underscore Enthusiasm. You can get to our website, www.apatheticenthusiasm.com. 
com. Of course, I talked about being live. I wasn't lying. Currently, we are streaming from twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. And you can catch videos of the shows afterwards over on YouTube, youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can support our show financially through a few ways. Our T public. We have some shirts rounding the bases shirts, some interdimensional RSS stuff at apathetic enthusiasm.com slash shop. And, and then if you want us to, you know, support us directly, patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. We got some good stuff there. We got some stuff that we never actually fill it with. Uh, and, and maybe we'll just go to a model where we just ask for donations. If yeah. you enjoy us yeah. that way, yeah. that way, if we do send you something, you'd be like, Whoa, I didn't expect anything. <laughs> maybe got a touch of the tinnitus all of a sudden wow oh, uh, too sorry. many podcasts brandon you know i was thinking about i was thinking about <laughs> patreon and i was thinking about how the last week um that we that we rec- recorded a podcast we recorded a interdimensional rss yeah and we said we talked about commentary. How, yeah we should do commentary this weekend and then i listened back to the episode to do a little quality control and I remembered us saying that, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we should do that this weekend. And then the weekend rolled around. Yeah. hmm And we didn't do that. We didn't do that. No. What, what, did, what, did, what did we do, Brandon? I, too, thought about that, as a matter of fact. I thought, well, I thought about that this morning, actually. I thought, oh, right. Patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm commentary episodes for Rick and Morty. We didn't do that. I thought to myself, we didn't do it. But I didn't. But Feel I didn't. Bad. I didn't say to Feel you either. I didn't say. It, I didn't at all. Never this, mentioned it. Not at all. No, I thought no. about it. I didn't say yeah. it. You know, what we did talk about. What did we talk about? <laughs> Talked about factory optimizations. Oh yeah, yeah. Optimization is is one of the things about the 21st century that I just adore. Optimization. Of processes, continuous process improvement, CPI, as it's known mm. some in some wearing, wearing your green belt. Yeah, lean six sigma. It's it is what drives organizations, drives companies to more efficiency and bigger profits. I want to talk about this, but I want to go ahead and get your perspective. Welcome to the Freakonomics podcast <laughs> brought to you by what? Uh, Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> uh, I'm what, like, what is a generic podcast advertiser? Yeah. Mm, Sherry's Berries. <laughs> Sherry's Berries. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, did they, they did a lot of early. They did a lot of early podcast uh, advertising, and where you could get for your loved one twenty five ch- chocolate dipped strawberries delivered straight oh. to your door with plenty of customization. Head to Sherry'sBerries.com and use the promo code. AE pod for 10% off your order. Whatever happened to this Sherry's berries? Are they not still- a real advertisement? Do not use that code. You will not get a discount. Are they are they still around? Sherry's berries? I don't know. I have a web browser right here. There's yeah. only one way. Look, look it up. Look it up because I'm I'm really interested to see if Sherry's berries ended up being Sherry's successful. berries available at berries.com where you can get every you can make every event special. <laughs> Sherry'sBerries.com now featuring birthday berries, dipped fancy berries, strawberry smiles, and now, as summer is leaving us in the dust, fall berries available with a colorful assortment of 
sprinkles and other crap on them. <laughs> um, okay, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, this this is this is the first uh, game of the night. I want you to guess how much one full dozen of gourmet fall dipped fancy strawberries cost from Sherry's Berries at berries.com. Ooh, a, a, a dozen, you say? One dozen gourmet fall dipped fancy strawberries oh man i I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say this number and there's part of me that thinks it's too low uh 89.95 oh oh he really went for it ladies and gentlemen uh all right well two dozen two Uh, dozen i went too high uh is 74.99 damn uh so so a full dozen of these berries can be shipped directly to your door for only 44.99 wow i yeah, I, to right. me, I was pretty close i was pretty close yeah if they if make they, fall celebrations <laughs> a little more fancy if they up the quality of their chocolate that's the we've taken our we've taken our fresh juicy strawberries up a notch <laughs> dipping them in the sweet confections then covering them in colorful autumn sprinkles rich orange drizzle and crunchy ground toffee. Toffee, Brandon. Available in two sizes. These gourmet flavor favorites Ooh. are made to be savored. Hedaberries.com sounds- promo code RMP pod for 15% off. You won't <laughs> actually. I just got a pop-up on the website that says get 15% off your first order. So just go to the website and hang out long enough for 15% off <laughs> your first purchase. <laughs> Cherries berries, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Listen, if you have a business, we will advertise for you. We do not guarantee any return on your investment, but we will do it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash hypothetical enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we wasted like half of this show. <laughs> you were reading off of that website. And I, I, com- I commend you because I, you went further and longer than I thought you were going to go. And and even in the middle of my interrupting, you still you still went for it. <laughs> you you did not change your path. You stuck with it. And for that, I'm giving you the Brandon Cruz Screwdriver Award of the evening. Uh, woo! Oh, it's over yeah. here. It's over here. I gotta get it over here. Yeah. Pass it over. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yes. Thanks. Yes. Ah. Visual effects. It's good stuff. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. That's our show. <laughs> we're, uh, we're in rare form tonight. Um, well, we yeah, do. We do, we do. Yeah. Want, we do. We do have topics to talk about. It only took us yeah. uh, t- uh, 10 minutes to get into it. 12, but, 20, but 10, the, 10 minutes. Yeah. But the first thing we want to we want to talk about is uh, something Travis already alluded to, which is there's this game that came out a good couple years ago called Factorio. And Factorio on Steam was this top-down game where the whole purpose of it was to build a factory. So you could you could build up you could build miners, and then they would they would they would uh, uh, harvest ore, copper, iron, and then they'd smelt them in the bars, and then from the bars you smelt them into screws, pipes, plates, all that type of stuff. And you just you automated these things, and they wouldn't would go down conveyor belts, and it's all top-down. Uh, I had I had a blast with it. It was, it was it's great. It's like a great time suck to just to to try to uh, automate your factories and then then walk away for hours at a time for 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 everything to to fall into just place. Leave it running. 
Well, uh, similarly, a couple of years ago, a game call called Factor or sorry, Satisfactory came out. And Satisfactory. <laughs> it would have been great if you had just given the entire same description you just given <laughs> for Factorio. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, is for the most part, everything is the same with the exception of it is not top down. It is first person. And uh, so we, we saw this game on steam a handful of years ago. This was something you were more interested in. I was, I was a fan of Factorio. You're like, yeah, the satisfactory looks interesting. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't mind playing that over, over that. Cause it, I think it goes to your Minecraft sensibilities. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's, that's definitely part of it. And, I, I was never anti-Factorio. Yeah, you, um, you didn't buy it. I, I didn't buy it, but that's because I'm cheap. Yeah, anti. Um, I would have bought it for you. I offered to buy it for you because it's multiplayer. I was gonna I was gonna buy it for you, but you're like, no, I'm anti-Factorio. I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Oh, it's in the logs. True. All right. Oh, all right. <laughs> bring bring up, bring up the tape. Do we have Do we have that Do we have that clip? Um. Yeah. No. I. I, I think. Factorio, for whatever reason, I I didn't play. Maybe it's because I saw some people playing it uh, that I worked with, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if my life can handle that much um, dedication to sorting out things." I think I think I think it felt too RTS for me. Um, just looking at it, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I don't know if that's gonna be for me." Uh, but I picked up Satisfactory because it was on sale for like ten percent off or whatever stupid amount of money convinced me oh it's cheaper now because it's two dollars <laughs> off um still an early access game from coffee stain studios but i mean released originally in march of 2019 so it has been out for quite a while and it continues to grow continues to be in development as many early access games are and uh yeah i I have been playing the heck out of this and uh, yeah, it's, it's weird because the multiplayer aspect was something where I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like we could, we could both play it, but we've almost played it completely separately except for occasionally you've, I have actually never even visited your planet of factories. That, 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 that is, that is, that is true. There, there, there's games like, uh, like we played Astroneer for a while together. Yeah. Um, Which which is another one where you're on you're on these planets and you build up from scratch and then you start buying and building other stuff yada 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 and uh, you know I think I one you have to have like a a persistent world I think is is a thing yeah with Astroneer yeah. you you would leave the game on while you went to church or went to you know cheerleading practice or wherever it was you went yeah all and, the cheerleading practices i go to yep 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 and then and and you would leave that on and so now i'd be in there and i'd be screwing around like harvesting stuff and uh building building up as our, our little space station whatever right. um it, this one we haven't really done that like you you've gone off on your own uh and and then like when you leave i'm like ah, it's okay i'll i'll go on my world and i'll i'll, I'll figure it out and I think that that's where the, the, the divergence happened was uh, because you bought it. You started playing it for a while. I joined your game and I saw, oh, there's like a bunch of stuff happening already. I don't know how to do any of this. So then I, you went away. I went to my own world. I started my own world, the tutorial, all that type of stuff. And then I saw, okay, I, I see what they're doing. I see how to 
progress all that, that that type of stuff but then i got into well let me just keep going and see how this works and because there's so much time that you need for things then i wanted to see how to progress and so that it just forced me to, like i've invested so much time in my world that i yeah. that i'm not going to invest my time in your world <laughs> because i need right. more yeah, I need more yeah. parts for my my space <clears throat> elevator damn and and it does it does feel that way where it's like a, a my game and a your game there isn't like a like an online server or that shared world we didn't start a world together with like a shared experience um and and i don't know i think you bring up astroneer astroneer has a very cartoonish look to it um it it doesn't look as realistic satisfactory is definitely a game where uh, the graphics are pretty solid on it i mean uh, in terms of that first first person aspect, it uh, it feels a little bit more. I don't know. I don't want to say higher quality because it's just an artistic choice, really. Um, but it's easy to quickly get immersed and and start letting letting time slip away as as you continue to yeah hunt for resources and then. Uh, where where the game really kicks in is where you start to automate functions. So you have to make a hundred of a particular widget. You can automate that process so that you can go off and start doing something else. And then all of a sudden you come back and, oh, those hundred things are done. Cool. Now I can, I can, you know, get send, send those up into space or whatever and, and start <laughs> the next mile. So. Yeah, yeah, and as I, and as I was talking about with with Factorio, it's a, it's the same type of thing. You're on this planet. You land on this planet. There's a couple different planets that you can land on. You know, uh, a deserty, a mountainy one, foresty one, etc. And uh, you start off with just your your basic kind of structure, and then you go out and you look for iron ore, copper ore. Uh, you you put a miner there and then you connect a conveyor belt to a, uh, a smelter. And then you, you know, you lining that up and then the smelter, another conveyor belt to a storage unit. And then you're like, okay, all I need is these ingots that I'm getting from the smelter. And you're like, no, you know what I need? I need uh metal plates. Okay. So then you split that one conveyor belt off from the, the ingot creator into two separate belts one belt goes to create iron plates and the other goes to create iron pipes and then you're like okay now a conveyor belt from each of those two things into a storage bin while i go away for a while till i figure out what i need to do next and then you're like oh crap now i set everything all up in place i had my i had my diagram of how i wanted these pipes and these plates well now i need to make screws <laughs> uh and and that's that's how it progresses from from the start of the game yeah. In, yeah, into yeah. eventually we're like okay now i have now I, it to create this one part say a smart plate you need 50 gajillion screws for one one thing and yeah, screws I was, come I out. was making i was making motors yesterday and it's like that requires rotors which are made from iron rods and screws. I I, I think that's the which screws are made from like iron rods themselves too. So you need like multiple levels of iron production. And then on the other side, you have some other weird part that's made up of 
copper wire and steel tubes, which steel requires both iron and coal to produce. (laughs) And so when you think about it, like what goes into this one part is five or six different sub pieces and sources and, and, and processes, which you can make all by hand. You have that option, but to automate it and and have the factory do it for you that's that's part of the the fun and madness with these sorts of games right is is solving those problems and thinking through those challenges to find the best ways to automate things and then you can even get into efficiencies and things like that and say oh well my iron production isn't as fast as it could be maybe if i overclock this i can speed this up and maybe if i build two of these instead of one then i'm supplying more iron widgets for you know the battery machine or whatever so yeah yeah or or like you're you're creating you're mining too much ore pure ore and it's just and it's just sitting there at a at a smelter where well they're like well you're losing some efficiency there because there it's not filling up anymore so if you split that off into a uh, maybe two or three paths uh, into a couple other smelters, then those smelters can then provide those ingots to the other part machines that you need to to do. Right. That's right. Uh, so it, I, so go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and the game seems to do a good job of building on itself, teaching you those early aspects of how to, how to build a simple factory early, like almost through a tutorial. And then it has this series of milestones where you'll have, a collection of three or four objects that you have to create to unlock something new. And every time you unlock these different milestones, the game gets a little bit bigger. It seems to expand the, the things you have to produce become more complex. So as a, as of right now, I still don't feel like I've like reached an end point. There are definite milestones. I think it's a good term for it where I, I can turn in these four things and be like, all right, that's good for now. I should quit. Oh, actually, actually, I could adjust my power sources a little bit. No, I could get some optimization here. Wait, uh, it's it's been two hours. What just happened? So, um, yeah, like, but I think the game does do a good job of building on itself. Um, but there's a point where you're like, oh, gosh, I have to build what now? And uh, and that challenge um, can be a little daunting at times. Yeah, ag- agreed. Because when you when you complete a milestone, there is that there's that initial euphoria of saying i did it ah i i i completed 500 of these things which took all these different parts and all these different hours to complete i did it oh there goes there goes in the space elevator there's a you build a space elevator and it shoots it up into space like woo accomplishment did it and then and then you then you look at what replaces the next requirement in the space elevator and it's like 2500 of these these plastic parts versatile girders (laughs) that require all these other now subsystems that you you have to, you have to go back to your production, like your initial production line and then reorganize a bunch of stuff in order to take into account how you're going to make this new part. Yes. And And you have uh, to go seek out new materials and, Yeah, when when you when you make that transition from tiers three and four uh, to tiers five and six, there there are requirements for the space elevator that you don't even know how to make that stuff. 
there's oh, there's yeah. one item that you had to make 500 of to to get to that point and it asked for 2500 of them and the other two you don't even know how to you don't even have the <laughs> recipes for how to make that at that point so that that is that is a little bit of like a oh gosh all right it's going to be a while here but you know then you start to to automate a little bit more and you're like oh okay well I can tweak this a little bit and I can I can add this over here and I don't know that's that's the fun of the game one of the things I wanted to talk about in terms of us and this game is a difference in play styles and personalities. So uh, we, we've we've mentioned this a little bit um, in talking to each other, but I'm curious how how deep the rabbit hole goes. Um, you you visited my planet relatively early, and you saw all my little smelters lined up next to each other with with parallel conveyor belts that were filtering into their constructors and assemblers and and. And then, and then I, I was like, oh man, my, my coal sources are really far away. I have to set up a, a trucking system with tractors that can efficiently move things back and forth. And you're like, just make a really long conveyor belt. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm curious how, how, how organized is your factory? I haven't actually been to it. Um, or are you, are you more of like a, I'll just put it here. And then like, it's just still there you know, 10 iterations later on the central finite curve. It It, it is there 10, 10 iterations later. Uh, Cause the, the problem that I have, maybe not a problem, but how I, how I roll is like, well, I know where it is and it's still producing stuff and I don't want it to stop producing stuff while I figure out new stuff. And, and so, so I build crap on top of crap. Uh, well, unorganized crap on top of unorganized crap where it, it's all, it all works. But sure. if you but if you come in, you're gonna you're gonna say to yourself, "What? What? I, why? Why? Why did you? Why did this conveyor belt do all this like whirly <laughs> curly Q stuff?" Which I I have just, some just of that mo- now to make just stuff move work. It. But <laughs> just yeah. just yeah. move your your smelter or you know just move your uh, assembler, just move this over here, and then your conveyor belt will be right next to the other conveyor belt in 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 parallel and then it won't look like such a like a mess um that that's kind of my thing my 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 thing i i want to do everything quickly and i don't want it to 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 stop the forward progress of things that are happening um yeah i'm not which I'm is, not, which is interesting because we, we we both hit the same point in the game on, on like the same day but you had played like a couple you had you had started playing a couple days after me um but you, i think you had a couple more sessions where you were like grinding while i was like yeah i'm not i can't turn it on today unfortunately <laughs> and you were like oh i got it running overnight like let's go yeah. um when you say when you say grinding yeah like it's not me sitting there for for 10 hours it's me setting it up being like here's a couple of storage uh runoff places there it goes so when i come back it'll be all there so i can put it pop it in a different bin to to automate just from that uh so so that that's what i would end up doing but yeah like i like there's 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 ways you hold the the left click the left control button and then 
when you're placing a new building, it can snap to the building or, or plate or, or conveyor belt, whatever that, that's near it. And so you can, you can keep organized like that. I tried, I tried doing that in, in my, my place just to know that my coal factories are in this area. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, uh, I've, I've had issues with like the terrain. And so eventually I'm like, it's like, I get, I get annoyed and I'm like, why am I, why am I spending so much time trying to make these buildings even? It's, it's just going to piss me off. Do, do I know you, where they are. <laughs> do you use foundations? Do you use the cement foundations to make like flooring? I, I do. I do, but I don't build them up far enough. And so there's always okay. rocks that get in my way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have that same problem too, where I have some rocks and things in the way, but yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. I, I, I am very curious. I, I think we should do, we should do like a exploration at some point where we, we visit each other's factories. We can, <laughs> we can put it up on Twitch or something or make yeah, a short cool. video. Um, like I, I, yeah, have, I, don't know. I have hyper tubes. Do you have hyper tubes yet? I don't yet. I, I have them unlocked. I haven't, uh, taken the time to, to put them in place. Um, I, I did, I, 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 I'm sorry to admit this, but I did have to um, take apart the one contribution that you made to my factory, which was the jump pads that were only somewhat reliable in terms of whether or not you wouldn't die when you, when you jumped off of them. Um, But yeah, as, as the factory expanded, I was like, "Ah, I kind of have to move these. And then I had just built a concrete ramp up to that new area. And I was like, yeah, uh, I can just use this ramp. I don't need to <laughs> boing every time I'm trying to go up there. So, yeah, yeah. that's fa- fair. Fair enough. That was, that was my first, con- my first and maybe only contribution to your factory other than getting a bunch of like plant matter to free to, resources. Yeah. To yeah. fuel your, your thing. But that, that, that f- first, the, the free resources thing, I had gone to your world initially and, uh, I was exploring and I, I took some stuff from your world and then I started my own game. And when I started my own game, I had those resources with me. So I thought, oh, cool. Like I, I, I can go, it, it's, it's interchangeable. Well, then I went to your world again with a, with a different character. Cause I started a couple, a few different worlds and I stole a bunch of your <laughs> materials and I went, I went to back to my other world and it wasn't, it wasn't. Uh, consistent so i think it's it's kind of hit or miss uh, i don't know what the what the deal is but i needless to say i have my own materials now but needless to say also uh this is a ki- kind of game where you can get sucked in for a long time and spend a lot of time with it it you again like you you're going after efficiencies making things better seeing how to get to that next milestone but it's also a game where like yeah okay cool like just you, 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 you log in one day and you're like, I don't have that urge anymore. Uh, and so I, I rapidly burnt myself out on, on satisfactory <laughs> and, and, and other than like going to your world to see how, how it looks and you come into mine. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of felt bad to just like let it run because yeah. that's, that's what it was. I looked at my steam and it was like, it already said like 85, a hundred hours or something like that. Oh gosh. And Last I, was like, I checked, you were at like 30. Okay. So yeah, you've been, like, you've been just leaving it on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And in, in, in my head, I thought, well, if, if the game is mostly me just waiting for things to happen, 
then yeah. I could just go play Farmville on the the iPhone again. Uh, yeah. This is yeah. this is just a, a fancier, uh, more um, in the weeds version of that. If I'm just waiting for for uh, parts to populate, yeah, I I think there's an element of that that's a fair um, critique. Uh, I I think as I was going through the milestones to unlock the different tiers, um, I was the, the parts that I was producing for the space elevator, um, were, were kind of constantly in production throughout that. So that was kind of always running while I was doing all those other milestones, which meant that by the time I was done with all of those, it was really around the same amount of time that I had finished producing everything that I needed for for the last space elevator. So it 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 can it can happen in tandem. It can happen at the same time. Um I I definitely burned myself out over the weekend, but it's <laughs> it's a game that I find myself thinking about when I'm not playing it, which is which is kind of rare for me. Um so yeah, I don't know. I I I don't think I'm done yet. I'm I'm curious to see what these 5 and 6 tiers, but I I I think I want to you know be responsible, budget my time, and uh, maybe play like just one milestone a session or something where I just uh, I just try to unlock one milestone um, or, or or at least quit whenever I, I hit a new milestone so that I can be like, okay, cool. I've, I've, I've made progress. Things have improved. Now let's go, you know, take a walk or something. <laughs> let's 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 go do something productive let's go in the watch a movie world. let's let's we'll go watch tv what's uh what's on what's on tv brandon what is what is on tv travis yeah i i so saturday i left i left the game running for, for a while oh, while i was doing chores and, and what what have you uh doing doing I, I i brought some work home and i was doing work from home wow, wow. while the game was running uh, and then, and then at some point in time, I just, I just stopped. And I think, I think, uh, Sunday morning I turned it on and then turned it off. Cause I was like, yeah, okay. I'm kind of done. Um, but, uh, Saturday evening, well, I talk about Joe Bob Briggs, the, the horror host. Well, uh, Saturday there was a, a marathon featuring Elvira, mistress of the dark. On uh, wasn't it wasn't it her birthday or something recently it it was it was her 40th anniversary of uh ah. mistress uh, uh elvira mistress of the dark the release of that movie and uh 40 years man that's that's we're 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 almost there we're, yep. <laughs> we're yep, yep. right there. uh but uh so so she did a little horror hosting thing uh showed her movie uh which is the first time i'd ever seen it um, showed a couple other movies, uh, House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price. They showed uh, this one that I'd never seen before called Messiah of Evil. And then, uh, shoot, the, the one in the middle. I, can't, I, was, falling, I was falling asleep uh, through it. That does, doesn't matter. Uh, but it, it, it was cool. It was cool to, uh, to, to see her. At the, end of, at the end of the Elvira movie, I, it's amazing. It's just amazing. There's a scene where... Cause you know, her, you know, she's buxom, you know, you sure. see her boobs, you know, it's, it's her, her, their thing, you know, uh, at the end of the movie, she has two tassels on her boobs and does the thing where she like gets one spinning and then it <laughs> stops and then she gets the other one spinning and then stops and then makes them both spin clockwise and then makes them spin opposite directions. And I'm like that, 
That is a, that's amazing. That's I, talent. It that's, is talent. It must hurt. You, you don't you don't just <laughs> learn that, right? You got to work at it. Got to so. work. You have to like it, like some some young women they sit in front of the mirrors with a with a like a hairbrush singing, you know, get a talent. Yeah. No, yeah. not not Cassandra Peterson. No, she was like, "How can I how can I use my boobs to 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 spin these tassels?" Um, but anyway, so uh, the, so the cruises we so watched. That's what's all, on TV, everybody. That's, that's, that was all the movies. <laughs> all right, I thought you were going to talk about Frogger. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the other thing we watched. So I've talked, I've talked on this show about Holy Moly, uh, which yeah. which just hit its its season finale. Uh, great, great show. It was a perfect show for the the pandemic because it, everything was just so dire and like oh everyone's dying. And then Holy Moly came out and it was, it was just a positive. Everybody on there was, was fun. It was funny. And it, it was, it was a nice, it was a nice break. Uh, so we watched that. And then there was something we watched on uh peacock, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Peak peacock. Mm-hmm. Just randomly. Uh, we were looking for something to watch and there, there's this show on peacock called Frogger based off of the video game Frogger from the 80s. It's hosted by Damon Wayans Jr. and this other guy. And it is a game show. It is a competitive game show where people have to jump like Frogger across these obstacle courses over water. And I, uh, uh, when, I, when I found it and I pressed play on it, I looked over at Chelsea and she kind of rolled her eyes at me like, are we really doing this? I said, yeah, I have to see. I have to see what it's like. I have to witness what this is. Yeah. We have to see. We have to see. And uh, gotta gotta say, it's entertaining just enough to where we, where my kid wants to watch every episode and we don't mind yeah. watching every episode with, with him. Uh, I will say, I think my kid came in on Saturday and like rushed in my room and was like, dad. There is this show. Have you ever heard of Frogger? It's like, have I heard of Frogger? Yes, I, I definitely have played Frogger. He's okay. There's a show on TV about Frogger. It is awesome. You have to check it out. Uh, and so we we watched uh, the the first episode, and it's fun. It's 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 entertaining, but it is also to me, and maybe I'm. I don't know, cynical. It is a coat of paint on the wipeouts, floor is lava. I don't know, every other competition reality show type thing that's out there where it's like, hey, random person that's fairly athletic, can you jump on all these weird things and get hit in the (laughs) face by like a, a real life video game partition uh and maybe win ten thousand dollars let's find out uh and they are they are entertaining but they they really like just continue to uh reutilize sort of that wipeout format to uh comedian hosts who may or may not have had success in their career uh and that uh like yeah this will be this will be my thing i'll do commentary on uh you know Steve from Cincinnati, who's uh, a part-time yoga instructor, and now he's he's going to be jumping uh, across the Gator Pit of Doom to 
to save the little froggies. Um, I don't know. I think I, it's fun, but I, I don't know. It's it's, it's okay. It's, to, it's cotton candy. It's cotton candy television. It's sweet. It's okay to be cynical. It's fun, but is it is it fulfilling? <laughs> it's it's okay. It's okay. Why I understand, and I don't disagree with you. Uh, holy moly! Is it's mini golf mixed with that same type of thing? Yes. And I'm yeah. and I'm okay with that because mini golf really is that anyway. <laughs> mini golf has always been about like obstacles with golf right yeah oh a windmill <laughs> yeah oh it didn't go in the gator's mouth damn it no i mean that's a that's a stroke penalty like i'm i'm like i'm, I'm good with i'm good with that i'm good with that stuff frogger who's, is... who's the guy in the uh in the group that's out on friday night at the at the putt putt who's like got the scorecard in the pencil and he's like sorry you bumped it off the gator's tooth i'm gonna have to cut I'm going to have to dock you a stroke. And sorry, <laughs> sorry, pal. I was that Maybe, kid in high school. <laughs> that, was, that was you, you jerk. When I, when I play disc golf with my dad and, and my kid, I'm just always like, I'll, I'll give the kid uh, five, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. It's like, yeah, he's that's got a, five. That's a five. That's fine. That's he tried. Over he par. tried. Two over par. <laughs> he tried. He tried. He tried. Extreme elimination challenge uh, is the shout out from, from Matt in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. MXC. MX MXC. Uh yeah. I those were the best because they were all dubbed over and, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, those those were hilarious. Gee. Gee uh was that the one of the announcers like you said Guy LaDouche. Guy La yeah. Guy LaDouche. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. But yeah, but I, those essentially turned into American Ninja Warrior. Like almost just without the funny like people that uh were were incapable it just became like oh no like we are really gonna um well no that one was that one was a little bit more absurd i think the the extreme and, and elimination challenge yeah it, it, it was it was it, the the thing the american ninja warrior i'll say a ninja warrior when that when that came out we we were we were fans of that it was it was it was fun seeing these people uh compete on these really difficult physical challenges and then american ninja warrior came out and then i I lost my interest in it because there's something about (laughs) there's something about american exceptionalism that comes off as just super fucking cocky when 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 they they come out on the show and like everyone's like yeah i'm gonna do it yeah <laughs> that that ninja warrior wasn't like that. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it." Hey, good luck to you, pal. You know, like that yeah. type of stuff. This one's yeah. like, "Here I go." <laughs> oh, yeah. then Americans like, "I hope you lose, suckers." I've I've built an entire scale <laughs> replica of the American Ninja Warrior course in my backyard, and I train twenty six hours a day. I've been preparing for this for the last seven months. Let's go. I am going to win American Ninja Warrior. This is for you. And by you, I mean me. It's for me. It's not. Uh, and so so some of the appeal was lost. The, the, to, and to and, and that, that, right? I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to hate on 
athletes who train and are are role models to other people either of course but, not yeah i mean kudos to you because i certainly couldn't make it up the warped wall uh I, i'll tell you that right now i cannot no and, yeah. and i'm not and i'm not and i'm not saying everybody was like that it was a it was a general feel of the show like i don't even have a specific example it was just the it it felt americanized and it the the show it wasn't a, it wasn't about that it was, it's like uh <laughs> going back to Nickelodeon guts, right? It was about, it was, it was about the sportsmanship of, of, of it all. And like yeah. people going out there and supporting each other. That's why like in, in some of these, these game shows now, like Frogger or Holy Moly or uh, Lego masters there, people are, they're supporting of each other. It's, it's, they're not, they're competing, but they're competing together, right? Yeah. They're, they're all yeah. in this, in this experience together. And, and I'm just, I'm just kind of past that, that competition, that no holds barred competition for competition's sake. Yeah. Um, because I, I've, I dealt with <laughs> the, uh, over four years of, of that and I'm not, I'm not a fan of it anymore. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Yeah. It, they're, they're fun shows. They're, yeah, I don't know. There's, I mean, I, I think competition reality shows as big as they were pre-pandemic, I think they have just continued to explode in their popularity in the last year because of the ability for them to be produced uh, safely. Well, like You don't necessarily need a live studio audience. Um, for the most part, your contestants can be socially distanced. They don't have to be like they can go through courses one at a time. Your hosts don't even have to be in the same studio necessarily. Like they can they can they can actually record their their voiceovers after the fact if they want to. Yeah. Um, so so it is it is really interesting and and it seemed like even even shows like American Idol, The Voice the masked singer, all of those, you know, all of, all of the competition reality shows that just are everywhere now. Um, Refuse to die. Yeah. I, I, I think it was one of those <laughs> things where they're like, we can figure out ways to produce these and still essentially provide the same experience um, and still, and get around some of the, the COVID protections that they, they were dealing with, especially, uh, you know, mid to late 2020 when they're just trying to figure out how to make entertainment uh, after everything was shut down. Yeah. Is, is it, is it weird to you that, that some of these reality shows, that these, these, these game shows are still on the air? Mm, yes. Yes. And no. Um, There are times when I'm like, what it, what is the budget for this show? Like, <laughs> because, cause I think about the, that's, 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 that's the problem with Travis, right? Travis sits down with his bucket of popcorn <laughs> Thursday night, time to watch it's some the entertaining, <laughs> entertaining television. Oh, what's on Frogger. Hey, Frogger. Okay. Well, all right. Let's, Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's what, um, the dude from punked. Uh, that married uh, Elsa, um, oh, oh. Dax Shepard, and <laughs> oh yeah, what was that? Uh, is it what Simon says? No, that's not what that show is called. No, it's she's uh she's from yeah yeah the good place. Sarah Marshall, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Kristen Bell, 
Kristen Bell, thank you, and Dak Shepard. So they have a family like game night TV show that I think they basically slid into Ellen's Game of Games time slot and budget when when she got canceled. Um, so, but it's basically they're like, we like playing games at home, so we brought two teams to come play games with us, and then they do all these like wacky like challenges, and then one team goes away with like I don't know twenty five thousand dollars or something like that, right? But I, but I sit there and I'm like, okay, this is fun. It's a fun game, but like, all right, what's, how much does it cost to make this show? <laughs> they got to make all those props. They got to, they got to, they got to pay the people 25,000 and this is network television. So that, that means the sponsors have to cover plus, plus you got to pay Dax yeah. and Kristen Bell, right? Like they, they got to, they got to get their they got to be making money off this. I know they're producing it, but, and so then by the end, I'm like, Oh, who won? What? Uh, sorry. I was thinking about the, uh, quarterly financials for the national broadcasting company and not about, uh, you know, the, the, the fun, the fun of it all. So yeah, I'm yeah. a jaded old man now, ladies and gentlemen. Though, there, there, there are so many of those shows though. Like how much money do people get from survivor and big brother and uh well dancing with the stars I don't care about dancing they, with the stars. I mean, but they they have to be lucrative in some way for them yeah. to keep going back to that model, right? They they ha they have to be. I mean, there, there's there's a reason those shows are still on the air and they're that there's still a huge following for, for those shows. Uh, but it's but it's just it, but it is surprising because those shows don't feel like they've changed that dramatically over the years. Yeah. And, it, it, yeah. And, 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 you know, like we do, we still do this podcast. We still do the Rick and Morty podcast and we do the same thing over and over again. We're not getting paid for it. And even, and even this, I'm like, sometimes like, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of over it, <laughs> you know, like it go right. through the periods of time where it's, like it's, time, time to rebuild time to time to renew. Yeah. Right. Um, um, which this is this podcast as, as we joke about has gone through so many different like reinventions of itself, trying to figure, figure out, you know, something different to do with. Yeah. It, so it's like, it's like yeah. playing satisfactory, put so much time into it. Like, yeah, it's time to move on. <laughs> it's a Twilight Zone podcast. Uh, right. Well, thanks yeah. for listening to the very last episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm, everybody. Uh, until a couple of weeks from now, we're not. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about something else. I, I, um, I do. I do. I do want to. I do want to talk about two other game shows that I watched in this kind of search for different game shows, other than Holy Moly and Lego Masters. Uh, the first is a a redo. Um, well, actually, yeah. Okay, I, I have a third thing to talk about after these two. First is a redo of the classic Supermarket Suite hosted by uh, What's-Her-Face from SNL. This, this is What's-Her-Face. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Um, we, we, watched, we watched an episode of that. It was Supermarket Sweep. It was all right. Sure. Not, en not enough to, to keep us going with it. Uh, she wasn't a bad hostess, a host. Uh the second one we watched was a show, and I don't know if you watched this. It it, it featured the host Adam Scott uh, from uh, Party Down. Uh, he's been in a few other things. Comedic actor extraordinaire. It's a game called Don't. It's an American com comedic physical game show that aired on ABC for a while. Uh, what it was was I don't think I've even heard of that. Yeah. 
It offers contestants the opportunity to team up with their family and friends for the chance to win a cash prize of $100,000 by tackling hilarious tasks, each with a simple rule of don't. Uh, it, it was not good. And I like Adam Scott. He was not a good host. <laughs> um, and the editing of it was so poorly done. Uh, it, the, the the episode we watched, we didn't even watch the entire episode because it was it was kind of cringy. And that's not a word I use very often is, is cringy. And it was a guy who was in uh he was he was raised over like a giant pool of water. And his three family members were try they had to answer trivia questions. And if they got the trivia wrong, then he would he would be lowered closer to this this pool of water. And mm. the and the uh the 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 theme was don't wet your pants and they answered they ended up answering all the questions right or enough of them right and then they went to the next round and then they're like okay drop them in the water anyways ha <laughs> ha and that 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 was it uh and we're like no nah, i don't and it felt like that took 40 minutes it was like a, a 10 minute segment and we decided, nah, sorry, Adam Scott, not going to watch I, the rest I, of the I, I was, I was, I was just watching a, uh, a clip of it, um, from like a news broadcast saying that it was coming up, you know, soon or whatever. Um, it looked, it looked like they really, um, the bottom line was pretty was pretty low uh, uh, on that one. <laughs> like they're, they're, the guy's walking on a treadmill with like literally like a pop up screen behind him as a backdrop. Uh, so like this, the, this, the and he had like a piece of cheese pizza with a giant pepper on it. And uh, that was that was all I got out of that show uh, was <laughs> was like this is. This is it was not enticing me to watch it anyway. Um, yeah, Anyways, don't don't watch, watch that show. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, what was your third uh, uh, idea about game shows? The third thing was there is a show coming out in October, which is a rehash of one of our favorite shows of all time, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh yeah, uh, it is. It is coming. I don't know. I don't remember what channel. Maybe ABC, NBC, whatever. One of those. One of those Ooh, game go show on, networks. Going, going go to network television off yeah, off of Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, wow. We we put in our uh, we put casting, in our application. Casting, yeah, application. Yeah. Uh, we we did not get a call back. It's weird. Needless, so needless weird. to say, um, maybe because we they were looking for contestants in the LA area, and my address was in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They also probably wanted people who were fit and had a compelling story. Um Yeah, I guess not us. Neither um, of those things mm, apply to us. Yeah. yeah. I could barely fit in his pants. <laughs> but the green monkeys. Ooh, uh, Barracuda. Ooh, Barracudas. The guy who's who's voicing Olmec is the same guy who voiced Olmec back in the nineties. That's just amazing. That is so cool. I, I still waiting by the phone for 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 thirty years. <laughs> He's had no other voiceover work for the last two decades. I, uh, I need but, that yeah. call. He's, like, and he's just he's just in a stone head, <laughs> just on his couch. I, 
He's this just is sitting old. there crying. This is like, old, man. The silver snakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, or uh, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get on Legends of the Hidden Temple, I'm afraid. But, uh, uh, but we love the show. We did love the show. Hopefully, hopefully people... Uh, in this new reboot, we'll figure out how to put the uh, the idol together, and uh, and don't get caught by temple guards uh, quite as often as those kids did way back in the day. Um, but you know, it it, it could happen. Um, all right, topic roundup time. Uh, things that I put in the backup notes. Um, Wii Sports. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> my son, my son found Wii Sports uh, this week. Uh, which I haven't played in probably 10 years. And he is obsessed with, with bowling and baseball and that's pretty much it. Uh, but he just keeps like, dad, dad, come play Wii sports with me. And I'm like, son, son, no, uh, he beats me consistently at bowling. Almost. I thought I had him tonight right before we started recording. Nope. <laughs> nope. He pulled, he pulled off like two strikes in the 10th frame and, and, and came out ahead. Uh, but then Sheena comes out of nowhere and also dominates in, in Wii sports bowling, but, uh, I still got him beat. I still got him beat in baseball. He has not beaten me a single game in baseball yet. So feel good about it. Mix it, mix it up those pitches. That's the trick. Uh, he's expecting the <laughs> fastball. I bring him the slider. You got the change up. He's not ready for it. Um, so we sports it. still stands it. up, still stands up. It's a uh, solid game. Speaking of, speaking of games that still stand up, uh, my son, my nine-year-old, uh, he's, he's still doing that whole, uh, online school, uh, because we, we still don't want him to go into actual school. Uh, and, uh, he is, he has joined, he got to choose his choice of club, making making me proud. Join the chess club. Hey oh, joining nice. that chess club, and then we we bought him a Jurassic Park chess set, uh, which is very difficult to know which pieces are which. The pterodactyls, <laughs> the the pterodactyls are the are the pawns, which seems weird. Like it should be the the little compies, the little comp then thagnuses, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. It's not those. It's not those guys. Maybe because they look too much like 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 mini raptors, and people be like, yeah. "These are mini raptors." But yeah. anyway, so I'm proud of them. I'm still I still beat them consistently. I hope that by the end of the year, and at least a year or two, he will start beating me. Uh, in which case, I will kick him out, and unless he pays rent, because if he can beat me in chess, that you means me he's old chess, enough. you can start making a living. <laughs> <laughs> just just go out to the park and challenge people and bet bet the money for, to play chess against yeah. them. Chess sharks. Um, chess sharks, exactly. Um, all right. I saw Dear Evan Hansen this weekend. Uh there's no commonality between me and Brandon on on that topic. It's a it's a, it's a Broadway musical to the theaters. So uh that'd be like that'd be like you talking about horror movies for a while. I just have I just have nothing to 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 to, to say with that. So there there is there is a show, show on Netflix that just came out on all these reality game shows that we're talking about called squid game. I think it's a Korean show. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I, I heard this is the third time I've heard someone mention it today. So mm-hmm. um, it is, it is part of the cultural zeitgeist and now we have yeah. to look into it because, uh, because of this show, everybody's, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking yeah. about it. Chelsea is already basically done with it. And so I'm just uh, having her fill me in. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, we 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 watched a bunch of weird stuff. Um, we've we still been watching Only Murders in the Building. Which have you started that? Have you checked that out at all? No, I probably. Uh, that the podcast sub, subplot. I feel like you need to check it out just so we can talk about podcasting in terms of that movie or show. Um, and then Sheena started Manifest. Okay, fair. Okay, we started Manifest. <laughs> And by like the fifth episode, I was like, I don't think this show is for me. <laughs> it's trying too hard to be the next Lost, uh, and it's not. Um, and so I've sort of tapered off. And then la- last night was a breaking point where she's she, she's like, Oh, you're going to bed? I was like, Yeah, I got to get up early, you know, work and stuff. She's like, All right, well, I'm I'm gonna watch like one or two more episodes. And I was just like, You you go right ahead. <laughs> You go right ahead. <laughs> uh, and so this is where our paths diverge now. And she's going to, and then like season three of Manifest, she's going to be like, it's amazing. You got to check it out. And be like, all right, well, we'll see. All right. We'll see if I have a calling for that. But uh, anyway, lots, lots happening. Star Wars visions. Yeah. You're never going to watch them. They're, they're hit or miss, but they're kind of fun. No, I, I, I saw a GIF uh, of people complaining about the, the Sith with an umbrella lightsaber yeah that's and in then, the first like five minutes of the series so oh oh really yeah all right yeah pe- people are com- I, i'm not i'm not one of the people that's like whoa well that's stupid because uh, i understood what the visions is supposed to be yeah um it's and- definitely an artistic interpretation on like based in the star wars universe but definitely not core to the canon yeah 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 uh, so I might, I might, I might check some of them out, but I saw people complaining about it. Like, this isn't star Wars. This isn't canon, that, that type of yeah. stuff. And you're like, uh, get, get over it. In terms Speaking of, of like artistic diversity though, like the, the different art styles in every episode and they're really shorts, like five, like 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, a lot, a lot of these episodes there, there's some really cool diversity in, in the fact that, if you are an anime fan and a Star Wars fan, which, you know, occasionally those fan bases cross over, um, I, I would I would suspect that this is this is something that you might really be into because, it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool to see a universe that's so that has been so well explored through through media, movies, TVs, everything to be presented in a completely different like cultural tone even. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I just think it, I, I, I appreciate that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Go, going back in, in, uh, arguably ways that it was derived from in the first place, uh, sure. like the, the yeah. Kurosawa, uh, samurai films and, and what, what have Absolutely. you. So, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I don't understand why there's, there's any kind of dislike or, or hatred other than to say, Man, what happened to Star Wars? Star Wars fans, they just like they just they just at some point in time they just they just turned and they they turned into a, it's, a weird it's way. Disney ruined it. That's all I ever Disney. hear. That's all I ever hear from the people I work with is Disney ruined it. Um and then I say Mandalorian is pretty great. Um Yeah, but to that they'll say, well, that's because uh of Favreau and uh the the other dude. Like because because uh Kathleen Kennedy has nothing to do with with that piece of it uh and i'll say well kathleen kennedy is the producer for all for all of it yeah. and they're like well no they they kind of left uh favreau and uh to do to, to his own devices and i'm like okay all right just whatever whatever the narrative is that <laughs> you have in your yeah. mind yeah um Here, I here's saw, a, I saw, okay time out real quick before we move on hold the thought hold a pin in it 
<laughs> yeah. All all the like 20 to 25 year olds that I work with that talk about the prequels, like about how great they are, and then talk about episodes seven, eight, and nine and how trash they are. It is so funny to me because uh, of, of we how know. much we hated the prequels when they came out because we were, you know, older when those came out. <laughs> And they were kids and they, and so they love that. And they were like, that's OG Star Wars to them. So all the kids today that love Kylo Ren and Ray are going to piss off these 20 year olds in a couple decades. <laughs> and they're like, no, man, they completely like closed the series and it all makes sense. And this ties to this. And yeah. And meanwhile, I got all these yeah. Jar Jar fans that I work with and. Yeah, I don't know if they're Jar Jar fans. I, I won't hope say that. that. Hope, hope they're not. Uh, hope, I hope they're. I hope they're not. Um, yeah, the, the the last the last thing I was gonna say is uh, you know talk about this the Star Wars kind of hate. Uh, I've been watch. I've been reading articles about every every time a new What If episode comes out, I see an article from some website, and it talks about how. Marvel finally answered the the plot hole about such and such a thing or finally answered the question about who's stronger or just all this type of search. And so the article, you'll, you'll open it up and it'll have this core question or core thing that says Marvel's finally answering and they go into it. And then at the end of the article, they're like, but it doesn't necessarily mean that every, every, every time. Uh, so like uh, what, what is it? a recent situation with like, where did, where did this character pop up from? If, if, if all of these things are happening, where did this character pop up from? How was he even created in the first place? If in this universe, and then, and at the very end of the article, it says, well, it could probably couldn't probably could have come from a different universe where, (laughs) where he was created. It doesn't doesn't necessarily mean this. Look at that. Oh, Amazing. Yeah, you did it. You, you figured it out. Mm, you figured it out in your own article. Why don't you start the article? Why don't you title the article? Don't read this. We figured it out already. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that, that could be it. Anyways, uh, what if, what if article post articles are just an excuse to be like, I think I understood that. No, I do understand it. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Very, very frustrating. Clickbait. I went from Rick and Morty clickbaiting to <laughs> what if clickbaiting. And it just, it kills me, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There anyway. you go. He, he's, he's a sucker for the clickbait. Um, I well, I think, I don't know. Yeah, we did over an hour. We're, 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 we're good on this. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for downloading. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're the special <laughs> ones. You're, you're the special ones. Uh, thanks for being a part of the show. Uh, join us Monday nights. Uh, I don't know, like 8 p.m. Central, 6 Pacific time. Uh, that's when we go live over on Twitch. Uh, you can be part of the show. You can interact. You can you can throw comments and 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 topics our way. Um, yeah, I don't know. If maybe it's time for a format change. Maybe maybe we'll start getting uh some guests on here. What do you think about that? Let's uh let's let's find some folks who uh want to be part of the show. And uh, and and we'll we'll give that a shot. I don't know. Maybe maybe some people from our podcast network. Uh, I don't know. Some people with deep voices. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> that means I got to make Rounding. a new layout. 
because there's only two of us on this one. So. Rounding the deep voices. Rounding yeah, let's, let's, the deep voices. <laughs> you let's let's it. do it to it. Well, well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Travis, for for being my co-host all these years and for all the years yet to come. And ladies and gentlemen, we will see you or talk to you or listen to you if you talk to us or type to us. And then I'll have the voice to text the say it out loud and it'll say, please, please record more. And I'll be like, I listen to you. That's great. Anyways, we'll, we'll tune into you next time here on apathetic enthusiasm. Goodbye. I think there's the button. Bye everybody. (laughs) There it is. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.